<clears throat> a little red thing pop up on your screen on your phone. Um, and yeah, so on my end, at least it says we are live. All what right, is I'm going on, up. everybody? Do what, Kevin? I'm just on the internet, so maybe it's different for me. Oh, yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, we are live. Uh, everyone, welcome to another Pin to Gas podcast. Second one today, right? What an honor it is. Uh, I actually, uh, I just got to give the backstory real quick uh, on, on Kevin. So uh, I was on Facebook one day at work and I, I come across Kevin and, and he was asking questions about putting out content, trying to help him um, get it further along with his racing, man. And I loved his attitude. I loved what he was talking about. So I reached out to him and yeah, got him on the podcast, man. Been really good friends with him ever since. I've been following, obviously you guys check it out. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Hold up. I, I, I got to turn around real quick. All right. Well, you missed it a little bit. It was a little too high, but it's all right. No. Okay. Well, hang on, hang on. We can <laughs> fix that. We can fix that. There you right go. There? Yep. All right. So yeah, man, it's, uh, and we actually ended up meeting in Jersey, uh, for the first time in real life and it was nothing but hugs, man. It's, uh, listen, uh, this kid is super fast. Kevin is, is proper mega and he's going to go far. Right. So last time we had him on here, uh, he was actually on the SR 1000, uh, trying to get a hundred points to, for his MA license. Yep. So now here we are at the end of 2023. Obviously, he achieved that goal, which I'm so proud of. Man, I'm proud of you, Kevin, dude. Thank you. Proper Thank you job, so bro. Dude, it was, yeah, I've, I've been obviously a fan and a friend. So I follow Kevin and we talk all the time. Um, but what an honor. So, Kevin, man, let's pick it up. Uh, you finally got to 100 MA points. So after, after, after you achieved, because uh, you got to race an expert class, right? You got to, yep. you got to have so many. Uh, runners up or finishes or podiums uh so once you get the 100 points let everybody know what is the physical next step from getting your 100 points to actually being in moto america yes yeah, so after you uh you know obtain your 100 points there's a few more requirements with that um you know with how many races you've done um but you essentially submit your license application to uh moto america and the ama and then once it's approved, uh, you've got your Moto America license for whatever class uh, you're registering for. Mine was Supersport. Um, and from there, you kind of just, you know, figure out the next steps for registration, uh, read the rule books, all the <clears throat> rules, um, and then just go through the process of figuring out, you know, what you've got to do to your bike, what, what you've got to have on your gear, what your setup needs to look like, uh, kind of the operations of Moto America and pretty much just uh go racing yeah right yeah that's it he, he makes it seem easy but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, no. uh, yeah I, i'm sure there's more to it than that right yeah yeah and, and in my situation um you know with the apex and swg guys they guided me through the process um they pretty much held my hand and kind of started teaching me everything um because of how new i am so that's it was awesome yeah it's it's uh great to see your pr progression man like i said i can't stress enough how happy i am and proud of you Thank man you. it's dude proper mega so yeah so okay 100 points uh get his license it's all smiles right so what was it like kevin getting that picture taken of you and finally getting your moto america license and looking at it right you're like i made it right yeah it was uh it was like kind of a shock you know uh with how fast it happened um but yeah, it felt really good. And then, you know, I, I was riding the high until I saw how fast everyone was <laughs> and I got humbled really fast. Um, 
but it's still like just it's it's an honor to just be part of the organization and and part of this great racing organization in America um, to share these experiences. Yeah, it's uh yeah, awesome, man. So uh we got we got my man Andrew Way says Kevin. Yeah, How's it going? And- Andrew's awesome, man. Yeah, I love all them guys. And then, <clears throat> of course, my man uh, Jeffrey Tate. What is up? He says, "What's what up, up numb nuts?" To both of you, ha ha ha. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Cameron Myers says, "See you at the compound tomorrow." Oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Cameron's think, awesome. Yeah. Uh, did he pop? He might have popped by today. I don't know. Or someone. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he 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 might have been. Um, yeah. Cameron's awesome. All those kids from the SFL mini or the whole SFL mini is, is yeah. awesome. So yeah, man. So got the hundred points. We're in Moto America. How did you go about from to finding this this Yamaha ride with Apex? Um, so we'd have to take a step back. Uh so I had been on the pit crew for Carl Soltis uh for the Daytona 200. And that's when I had the opportunity to meet uh, AJ Gustafson with SWG and Apex. I believe you met him at New Jersey as well. Um, and we kind of got to chatting and I kind of told him what I wanted to do. Um, we just, you know, got to know each other and started talking about some things. And then I think it was, I was still chasing the hundred points. Um, but after that, there was the first, first club race weekend at, it was a club race weekend at Tally, and I had worked out a situation where I was going to rent Carl Soltis R6 for that weekend, um, and I did, and that was uh, that was the weekend I got the 100 points was on Carl's R6. The first time I rode an R6, um, fell in love with the chassis right away because, you know, coming from the S1000, which I didn't really know how to set that bike up for myself, um, and it, I just didn't have the experience, you know, to, to throw around a 1000 um so i fell in love with r6 got my first expert podium uh that weekend as well and then got the 100 points and we were staying for a couple days after because road atlanta was the next round um so there's some testing happening and and there wound up being a bike issue with carl's r6 uh and richard harris the owner of apex was there and he had the r6 that i now uh own and ride and he was like hey you know if you're here and you're not riding. Why don't you try riding this bike? Um, and of course that bike's dialed, you know, uh, it's, it's such an awesome piece of, uh, machinery. So I fell in love with that right away. Um, and we got to talking, he really liked what I wanted to do. And I mean, he is such an amazing person. He's helped me so much. He's so knowledgeable, um, that I knew, you know, he was someone I should definitely listen to and, and, keep around and, and be part of uh, what he's got going on. And I'm really glad it worked out that way because they've, they've taught me so much. And it, it's like every sentence out of Richard and AJ's mouth is something new I got to learn. Um, so that's that's pretty much how the R6 situation happened. And, but, um, did you – obviously you sold uh, – you had two uh, BMWs, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I sold <laughs> one of them. Um and then I still have my uh, white S1000, the 2018. I'm trying to decide what I want to do with it. It's, I, I, I don't think I want to keep it, um, but I want to, I'm either going to waffle it or sell it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, raffle would be good, right? I mean, right. Uh, it helps raise money for, 
for you uh, in your race program. Um, I'm sure it's a graduate right now, right? It hadn't been touched or fired up in a hot minute. Yeah. 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 yeah dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, if it's, if that's the situation, yeah, man, just mm-hmm. let it go, man. Um, yeah. You can always buy another one in, in the future. Right. Right. Uh, so uh, let me ask you coming, coming from riding club racing uh, from an SR 1000 and then you finally jump on a 600, right? What was that transition? Like, like, like um, what was your thoughts going into it? I don't really remember my thoughts per se. I, I was really excited to get on a 600 um, because at the time I had only ever ridden my 1000 on the track. And when I got on it, it was like, whoa, you know, I, I can actually give it full throttle. Um, and it was just a lot more, it was a lot less violent. Uh, I guess you could say my S1000, like just every time I'd hit the gas, if I was at any lean angle, it would just start wobbling and try and kick me off the bike. Um I just didn't have the experience to be able to rip it per yeah, se. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and jumping on a smaller bike will, uh, you learn more. Oh yeah. Big right? time. And, and, yeah. and it's, it's more, it, it's easier to learn and experiment new things with, without the extra weight or, you know, crazy 200 wheel horsepower. Yeah. It's uh yeah, I can, I can only imagine, right. That, proper weapon at bmw is that let's just be honest it's yeah a beautiful machine too right uh yeah it's drop dead gorgeous uh the r6 is too i'm not gonna lie i've always anybody that knows me i mean shit i got a goddamn ducati tattoo on me right (laughs) so yeah i've been i've been in love with the italians ever since i was little i remember i was actually on base with my dad so my dad was an airline pilot in the navy i'm sure most of you guys already heard the story uh and we come out of the commissary one day and there was a Ducati there, and, and instantly I was like, "What is that?" My dad's like, "Dude, that's a Ducati. It's like the Ferrari of motorcycles. You know, it's right. it's, it's the shit." And I looked at him. I said, "One day I'm my own one of those." And he, you know, kind of chuckled. I was like, "You better get a goddamn good job, right?" So, yeah. Uh, fast forward. Uh, yeah, I, I ended up having five of them. So yeah, they're 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 awesome. Um, yeah, BMW. I was my dad had a twelve hundred GS Adventure, and I loved okay. riding that thing. It Those was a, sweet. oh, dude, they're a sweet bike, right? But yeah, man. So listen, twenty twenty three Apex R six. Love the colors. Loved it when we finally met in Jersey. It was yep. yeah, it was so proper. Uh, you know, I wish we could have spent more time together. And my son actually asked me. He's like. You know, you, you and Kevin are really good friends. How come you guys hadn't spent a whole lot of time? I said, uh, listen, Kevin's here for a job. He's here to race, dude. He's got a lot of stuff he's got to do. He's got homework. He's like, racers got homework? I was like, yeah, bro, absolutely. They got homework, man. Yeah. They got, they, they, yeah, they talk to the, the suspension guy. They, they they go over the data. They track map where they where they can improve, you know, watch videos. There's a whole lot that, that goes into it, Ross. Oh, yeah. You know, just throwing your leg over it, putting on your little suit and being like, I'm out, right? Uh, yep. Well, yeah. So, beginning of 2023, uh, finally, uh, you made it, right? Uh, your expectations kind of coming in um, versus how it ended up at the end of the season. Uh, did you meet any of your goals you made? Yeah. Um, you know, my my main goal was to get the hundred points and get the license, uh, and I did that. And then from there, it was qualifying for the rounds that I went for. Uh, I did that two out of three times. So I was, I was happy with that. Uh, and then, you know, obviously finishing a race is always the goal for the race. Uh, I did that once as far as Moto America rounds go because Barbara didn't go the best. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I think I, I surpassed my own uh, personal goals for the season for sure. That's awesome, man. I, again, I can't stress uh, how proud I am of you, Kevin. It's it's Thanks. awesome, man. Trevor Watson, what is up, my man? He says, what's what up, up? K-Horn? How's yeah, it going, Trevor? Yeah, Trevor's awesome, man. Uh, and then we got uh, Trey Patterson, buddy. What is going on? Hey, fellas, great stuff. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Kevin, Kevin got it. So, yeah, Kevin, uh, tell your 2023 story as far as the tracks you actually went to, uh, your experiences. And what did you, uh, what's the most thing you took away from it, from this season? Yeah. Uh, so I guess, you know, we'll start with Barber. Um, Barber was an Was that your first round? Barber yep. was your first round. Okay. Yep. So Barber was an eye opener. Uh, it was my second time there. Uh, I qualified, I, I think, I was probably at the back of the grid. Um, and it was the extended race. It was the first extended race I think Moto America ever did. So, you know, obviously qualifying one, uh, it was, I think qualifying one is when I made my qualifying time. And then like the first lap of Q2, um, going in a museum, I double downshifted a little uh, too fast and popped my engine. Um, and it, you know, it locked up and shot me right into the gravel trap. So my first time in the gravel trap, um, that was an experience. I kept it up, thankfully. And then, uh, you know, that that was when it was another eye-opener. You know, my, my engine blew up, and if I would have been on my own, uh, you know, running my own program, I, I would, didn't have another engine, you yeah. know, ready to go. Um, so got the bike back. The team had the engine swapped. I think it was like 30 or 40 minutes, super fast, like crazy fast. Um, so that was insane to me uh, to be able to see that happen. Uh, and then the race, so the first, I think it was just up until the first red flag, you know, I was just racing, um, first red flag because of the rain. And then after that I had, so it was my first like real time racing in the rain. I'd ridden a couple times in the rain. Um, I'd gotten a super good launch, like the first good launch I'd had, you know, uh, I think ever because the S1000, I couldn't launch it at all. Right. So I launched like right up till 10th or something. Um, he was like, yes, yes. Yep. So, and I was like, free, I was like, whoa, whoa. you know, Carl's in front of me. I got all these people I see, you know, in the front of the pack. I'm like, what's going on? Uh, and then museum, I chopped the throttle just a little too fast, trying to stay with these guys and a little baby low. So I don't, I don't know if anybody knows about that really. Uh, because right after that was when Corey crashed and we had another red flag. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I got my bike up and I rode it back in and I was fine. Uh, and then, you know, we restarted the race again. I think, I don't know what place I was in, but toward the end of the race, I think there's probably six or seven laps left. Uh, I put myself in a bad spot coming up on another rider in a museum. And I pretty much had to make a choice between hitting that rider or just crashing. Uh, so I just tucked the front and crashed and broke my collarbone. Didn't know I broke my collarbone, so I tried picking the bike back up, and it didn't. It just wasn't working. Um, and then I figured it out, and it was like, oh, that hurts really bad. Once the adrenaline wears off, you're like, holy shit! Yeah, it yeah. sucked. Um, and then you know, the Moto America staff and doctors took care of me right away. They they X-rayed me right away and gave me uh, some painkillers. And then it was it was pretty pretty good break. 
I was all swollen. I could feel it moving and stuff. But once those painkillers kicked in, I was, I was walking around talking to people. Um, He's like, I'm ready to ride again. Let's go. Yep. Yep. And then I think it was like a day or two later, uh, one of the Moto America doctors hooked me up with a surgeon in Birmingham. So I stayed, uh, I got my collarbone plated and then I got nine screws. Uh, The surgery, like when I woke up, it hurt worse than when I broke it um so that sucked and then the the recovery wasn't bad i did like four or five days of physical therapy and then i was like we're good you know they said i couldn't ride for six months i was like yeah see you guys later you know um and just got back in the gym slowly and then i went and rode at small bore uh barber like two weeks later and i was pretty much good to go um and then from there i did Track, so so oh. you was good after two weeks of breaking your collarbone you're like i'm good I, yeah, 20 push-ups, like a, no problem not a hundred percent um well i did do my i think it was five or ten push-ups they wanted me to do at when i went to road america i, I wasn't racing but i went there because it was so close to home for the moto america uh the moto america realm yeah and i went and saw the doctors and i did my 10 push-ups um it still hurt, but, you know, I was able to ride, you know, just a couple weeks later. Um, that sucked going to Road America and not being able to ride. Right. But it was still a really good time just hanging out with everybody in the team. Um, and then after that, it was some Look, club. Ready- Kevin, hang on. Uh, we actually got a comment, dude, from my man, Andrew Davis. What is up? He says, Kevin's performance at Barber was fantastic. Don't let him lie. What's up, Andrew? <laughs> Thank you very much. Proper. Um, yeah, that Barbara was a blast. Uh, Never been, man. I want to go. Uh, really? Daniel Shoemakes, yeah, trying to talk me into going this year. I told him that uh, I, uh, I'm i going to Texas, right, for, for the Moto America yep. race. I'm really trying to make Daytona, man. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to make Daytona this year. I really want to go. I haven't been. Um, because next year I'm definitely going back to to UK for for more BSB action. That's but sweet. I want to, I'm definitely doing Road Atlanta, Texas, and and Jersey for real, and possible Barber. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I I heard a lot about it. Ryan Rawls, it's a good buddy of mine. Big shout out to him. He's always talking about the museum, how good it is, and everybody yeah, else that, that's been there too, right? Uh, yeah, I, I want to go, man. So your experience there, Barber, you was talking about it. So let's get into it, man. Yeah, uh, I loved the museum. Uh, the museum. I think I spent like six hours in it. You know, Bro, like in one day, dude, drooling. I'd be drooling all over. I'd be like, "Oh my yeah. god, look at that thing! It's straight yeah. porn." Is all it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is straight. And, uh, but the whole track, like the whole facility, is just you know, like it's out of a movie. Um, Mr. Barber did a phenomenal job with that track, um, and that's one of my favorite tracks by far. I, I, um, I wonder how much. Uh, money he's got in that museum man i i couldn't tell you but i i have seen a picture of the basement once and it's it's more than you could imagine for sure <laughs> i bet someone, someone when i was there like got a private tour and they're like check this out and, and he it, was like whoa what uh, we're I in the back cave baby bikes, right <laughs> right um, yeah uh, uh dude so uh, Tr- trevor watson says again holy shit 30 40 minute engine change took us three hours at coda to swap engines well yeah yeah they're legit they're 
they're pro team. They know what they're doing. They're they're awesome. It, it is. Uh, it, and and uh, Jake Marsh, my man, dude, double podcast today. Absolutely, mate. Yes, yes. I wanted to to, to get Kevin in here uh, before the season started so he could talk about uh, our our part two. This is part two with Kevin, amongst yep. many more. There, there's going to be, but Jake Marsh, man, everybody knows, dude. Big dude shirt. Runs pin to gas, Jake Marsh, BSB. Let's go, bro. He's uh big things uh in the GP2 class this year. I can't wait. Um, and he says no breaks for big Chris. Nope. Yeah, man, you know, uh hustling, man. It's it's uh you know, but uh, I, I love my job, right? That this is it's it's not a job. Um it's turned into a, a second job if if you count up the hours, right? Job wise, yeah, right. but it's um I tell everybody time what an honor it is to be able to do what I do and sit down in front of uh, you guys, which I'm a super fan of everybody and uh, do this. It's uh, it's such an honor, man. And Jake, bro, I can't wait for uh, our soon. Yeah. So be prepared, mate, because it's going to be mega. Right. So, yeah, uh, dude, uh, next uh, next uh, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, watch okay. I'm, pun I'm punching out when, when Supercross starts. Huh. Yeah, right. Yeah, no worries, bro. No worries. Uh, yeah, I, I want to watch Supercross too here in a little bit myself. And uh, but yeah, it, it is. I, I, I this is the second double podcast. I'm Kevin. Hang on, I, I'll let you talk. Oh, you're second. good. I just want to. It is right. Um, again, I, I do love what I do. I, I love all the comments and and all the love. Even people that talk trash, I, I love you guys too, right? Um, yeah, it's 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 it. it it's it's been an amazing day. I, I honestly, it's hard to do two podcasts in one day. It's uh, it's 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 because you put so much energy into one, right? And you turn around, and you yep. got to do another one, right? So it's like you got to put all the energy back into it, which is it's fine. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's a but honestly, when I don't podcast, everybody, I miss it so much. Like I really think about it all the time. I'm like, I just wanna, I just wanna talk. I just want to interview and talk to everybody, man. Let's go, right? Uh, yeah, but sorry, Kevin. I, I just wanted oh, to ramble good? on for a minute, man. And uh, yeah, so uh, first round at Barber was didn't go as planned. We ended up with a, a broke collarbone. Um, yep. Still, recovered. A, still an awesome weekend. Oh, yeah, for I, sure, I man. Listen, listen, Kevin, uh, let me ask you this. Before we go to your second round, bro, uh, being an amateur racing and then watching Moto America races a 600 super sport, you're watching them. You're like, dude, I, one day I'm going to be there. Right. And and then your first race, you're sitting on the grid and you get that good launch. Right. You end up in 10th and you're looking around. You're like, dude, that feeling was like the best feeling ever. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so to take it back and stuff, like even qualifying, just so I've been used to like the, the, the expert races where I was just, you know, I, I on the 1000, uh, it wasn't a drastic pace difference, right. um, per se, but when I was out for qualifying at Barber, I saw it first person. I saw the difference, like the, it, you know, I'm on earth, they're on Jupiter of riding, like the, the things that these guys can do, you know, Carl, Josh Hayes, all these guys, it's, it's another level. Um, so that was like, I got humbled really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like super nervous on the grid for sure. Um, just like every time I, just like before every race, uh, just some added pressure because of, you know, a lot, a lot more is going on. Um, but yeah, it, it was an experience to say the least. 
that's awesome, man. Yeah, and you know, it, it, there's there is a lot of added pressure actually being on a proper team versus you know club racer. Uh, it's yeah, I, I could see where that would would play in my mind a lot, yeah. right? No, no, no matter what you do to try to try to uh, close that door on it, right? It, it's still yeah. always linger there somewhere, uh, always at the forefront. Um, yeah, but listen, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, it seemed like, you know, they were really good about making sure I wasn't uh, feeling pressured from them or anything, you know, but, but, but just, you know, I'm the type, I put a lot of pressure on myself. On yourself. Yeah, I know you do. I, I know, Kevin. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It's, it's, but listen, dude, you shine, bro. You, you, you're proud of you. I, I keep Thanks. saying it, dude. I really am, yeah. Kevin. I'm so proud of you, bro. But so let's moving forward. Second round. Uh, what was your second round? Yeah, Where so was that at? Uh, we did Pittsburgh. Uh, I did the six-hour endurance before it. Uh, I did it with Logan Monk was on my team. Jared Logan. Trees. Big shout-out to Logan. Right? Jared Trees was on my team. He's rips. Uh, and then Austin Big Miller. shout-out to Jared. Austin yep. Miller. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, so we did the six-hour. I, I was like – I was having some issues. I wasn't breathing when I was riding because I was – You was holding was your amped, breath. I was amped up. Uh, you know, that, that track's pretty – pretty physically intense yeah. uh so my back started locking up super bad uh so i think i only did one or two stints of the six hours so that kind of sucked but yeah. right but um what bike then, was you guys racing we did we rode on my r6 okay okay yep uh i think we did pretty good i think we got sixth or seventh maybe i'm, I'm not exactly sure uh you know and then i think it was a week or two later came back for the pittsburgh moto america round um and that was you know the best weekend ever uh finished qualified and finished both races i qualified like i think i qualified last but it was okay i didn't i didn't finish last so bro uh, yeah had a couple battles to the the finish line uh, i think i got 22nd and the 23rd i believe uh both of them were battles to the finish line uh with chris murphy He's, he's awesome. Uh, I had to work a whole lap just to, just to get him by like six tenths of a second in the first race. Um, but I love that track. It, it, it's, it's a hard one between Barber, Road America and Pittsburgh. Yeah. It, that's another track I haven't been to is, is Pittsburgh. I want to, uh, eventually I want to go to all Moto America rounds. Um, I, I just, man, honestly, I just don't have it. it you know, it costs me a lot of money to travel to every yeah. Moto America round. Right. But, uh, I eventually I, I do want to uh to make it man i, I love there was nothing like uh, the feeling uh having you guys on the podcast and then meeting everyone in real life it was right. uh it was like full circle it was uh such a good time man yeah and i just want to continue doing it it's uh it, it's hard for me to put into words i, I bet I, yeah it is dude it really is i actually get uh happy tears and, and emotional it's it's uh Nothing like it in the world, but Trevor Watson says, Kevin, you going to Barbara at the end of March with STT? I'm planning on going. Let's rip some wheelies and burn out some Dunlops. I wouldn't be opposed to it. We'll just have to see what the schedule. We'll see what's going on. That's it. Get up there and, and yeah, ride some. Hey, ain't nothing like a good wheelie. I'll always tell everybody I'd ride a wheelie for a dog if you'd appreciate it, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, look, there's a dog. I love wheelies. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And then Paul McKee, mate, dude, send me a message, bro. He says, see you at Barber, Chris, home track. No place like it. The museum will drop your jaw. Man, I see pictures of that museum, and I'm like. Beautiful. 
Ah, oh, dude, I, you know, it's like every bike that I'm so in love with is they're, they're, they're beautiful women. First of all, M- motorcycles are they're, they're yep. gorgeous women, right? Uh, it would ha- it'd be really hard for me to have a motorcycle like museum quality and not ride it. I would have to absolutely ride it. Yeah, right? I don't think I can do that either. There's no, I don't care if it was a <clears throat> Ducati Moto GP bike, uh, you know, Troy Bayless's, you know, whatever, 1098. I, I, I gotta ride it. I yep. have to ride it, man. It's got to be done. I don't care if the value comes down. That's not why I bought it. Right. I bought it to enjoy it. Right. Um, it's like buying, dude, it's like being married to the most beautiful woman on earth, but you can't touch her. Yeah. Nah, yeah, hell that's no. Good analogy. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. I'm riding this train. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's uh yeah, yeah. Good stuff, man. So second round. Um it was a it was a blast. I, I had I think in the second race I'd been doing better. Like I think I was going for twentieth or nineteenth. Um and then I I lost the rear. I forgot what turn it is, but the last turn, the last right hander uh before you're going on the straightaway. And it totally like just stepped out, threw me up, you know, I was out of the seat, up in the tank and went off in the grass a little bit, had to crawl my way back up. Um, I think that happened pretty early in the race. Uh, so I, I had a good amount of time to make my positions back. Um, but yeah, Pittsburgh was awesome. Um, it, it was the best so far, uh, yeah, for sure. Enough, man. L- uh, l- let me ask you this, Kevin, uh, what has your R6 taught you that your SR1000R has not? Um, so that's 1000. I mean, pretty much I was coasting through majority of the corners uh and then i stand up neutral throttle use neutral throttle through the corners i i would say that's like a exaggeration okay but i there's there was a lot less corner speed um and, and i was a lot honestly i was like i wouldn't say scared but i was nervous Timid. Timid. yeah Timid. yeah so just because just because of how like violent the bike yeah. was uh and it, uh i had all the electronics shut off too so that probably factored in but uh the r6 is like i mean i've been working on learning as much as i can every time i ride the bike so i'm I'm still learning but it's really thought taught me you know a lot of uh body positioning mechanics and 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 timing of when i'm doing things and because with, with the 600 you don't have as much power so your mistakes are you know, bigger mistakes than on a 1000. So just carrying more corner speed. Um, it's just pretty much riding the bike, how it should be ridden more, I guess you could say, uh, without, you know, just using the power to pick to up mask, the mistakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah to, to and the mistakes, sliding, yeah. sliding the rear, like, like when I'm getting on the gas and ki- kicking it out, you know, just sliding it, just being at that 1% throttle. Um, that that's been a big, uh, part of my learning um and then just getting better on braking and, and timing um it's pretty much helped me just develop my riding overall just because it's it's easier to ride it's uh it's definitely made you a better rider right that's why yeah oh dude, yeah it, 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 it's I, I tell everybody you know even on the street you know everybody wants to go out and buy you know oh the one i need to 1000 that's what like, i did <laughs> I, I know exactly right but uh it, it's like 
if you start out on a smaller bike, it actually teaches you really how to ride the fundamentals, the yep. body position, the braking, the corner speed, the whole nine, right? What a motorcycle is supposed to feel like, right? When you really learn how to ride and then you step up and progress, right? If you go to a 1000 and you jump head first, like you did, but you're, you're an exception, Kevin, cause you're super talented, right? But for the majority of the people out there, uh, you're not going to learn nowhere near as much buying no. that bike, right? You think you can ride? A absolutely not. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what the, the teams really preached to me. You know, when we first started working together, it was fundamentals, 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 because I, I was doing things without knowing why or how I was doing them. Um, so we kind of took a step back and, and just focused on the fundamentals of my riding. Uh, we did that for a while, and, and you know, it totally changed it. Um, so – did your strongest points from the 1000 transfer over to the 600 or, or do you got new stronger points now because of the 600? You know, I'm, I'm not too sure to be honest. Uh, you know, I, I would say I'm pretty strong on the brakes. I used to think I was really bad on the brakes, um, but I'm pretty strong on the brakes. Uh, you're not late braking. I will also over brake sometimes. So I guess that's good and bad. Um, I mean, I'm, I've always been good at hitting the gas. Uh, I like going good at pinning the gas. I love yep. it. Yep. Um, but you know, it, the major difference between when I was on the 1000 versus when I got on the 600 was I didn't have a support system that really knew what they were doing. Um, I was just doing it because I knew how to do it like naturally. Uh, so once I kind of had the support system of, of the team with, with apex and SWG, and they kind of started guiding me in the direction of what I need to do with my riding and, and how I need to approach things and differences. You know, they kind of just took me from the, the base level of, of riding and just started elevating it to, the, you know, to where I am now. Uh, I, I owe a lot of my growth through the season to them and, and the way they taught me and the way they talked to me. And it's just been awesome. Good man, big shout out to 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 Apex. You guys are amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's also uh, third round, Kevin. How how was that? Where was that yep. at? New Jersey Motorsports Park. First time there. Got to meet Chris. The show. It was awesome. It was still an amazing weekend for sure. Even though I didn't uh, meet my goals. Man, but it rained, dude. It was like you guys don't understand. Jersey floods. Like when I got there. Uh, and uh, I, I met Avery. I think Avery was the first one I seen. And then Jackson Blackman. Um, and then Eli Colby. And Eli's like, dude, it's going to suck if it rains. His dad, actually, Eric, was like, dude, if it rains, it's going to flood so bad back here. And and I'm like, really? Uh, it might have been Curtis. I'm sorry. Uh, Curtis Woodworth. Big shout out to him and, and Isaac. Uh, and they were talking about how bad it floods um, back there behind yeah. the main garage, right? And if it didn't, it was proper rain that weekend. Uh, yeah, I don't see, yeah. dude, you guys out there was ripping it, right? Even though you didn't meet your goal, man. But what a tough weekend, Kevin, right? But at yeah. the same time, you learned a lot that weekend on that bike out there in those conditions, right? Yep, for sure. Yeah, it, it was good. Um, so the first qualify, the first practice and qualifying, you know, I got to ride the track for the first time. Uh, and that, at that time, you know, I, I would really stress out about my riding uh, and my ability for some reason. Like, I, in the back of my head, for some reason, I'd just be overthinking everything. Yeah, yeah, doubting myself. Yeah. And then 
going into the sessions, I'd just be thinking too much about everything. It just kind of put me off. Um, it makes so, you tense. Yeah. Super, when you're like, in that mind zone, you're tense because you're not relaxed. You're not focused. Yep. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. So practicing qualifying, uh, you know, the first impressions of the track, it was super crazy bumpy. Uh, That's super what I heard. Bumpy. Yeah. Um, like, and that was, you know, it, it was new, uh, those types of bumps per se. And then just, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself and then just get my doors blown off by everybody, you know, like, um, it, it, it was, it was a rough weekend, but it was also humbling and, and it was an experience that I needed, you know? Um, so after Q1, I missed qualifying one in the drive. I think it was like a second and three tenths or something like just a second um so i missed that and then it rained on day two qualifying two rain uh you know other than my experience with barber in the rain i that was my first time and the barber rain wasn't nearly as bad as the new jersey rain um but i still went out q2 i i was you know way off pace nervous i'm sure nervous right like oh my god this is crazy yeah i was it was it was uh, an eye opener to, to the level of talent in in the super sport cra- class. Like all these riders, you know, and we had like Kayla Yakov went out, and I think she what she got a podium right in the rain. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it it sucked, but at the same time, uh, I think it needed to happen. Um, I think it was a great weekend. Uh, but yeah, Q two like just riding in the rain. It, it it just didn't go well. I didn't crash or anything, but it was. I was just off pace and nervous about, you know, all the bumps and all the rain. So it was all that, right. Those Dunlop rain tires though, man, they're, they're proper weapons, ain't they? Oh they, yeah. You get so much feedback. And uh, for those that don't haven't actually seen a real rain tire, man, the grooves on them, they're super deep in there. It's a super, super soft tire. Yeah. Like, like uh, bro. Yeah. So, so it, uh, compared to a normal slick, if you was just to touch it, a rain tire is way softer. Yep. Yeah, it's it's insane. I was like, holy shit, the first time I touched one, I was like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. 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 So uh, I, I, that that was a question I was going to ask. Uh, you know, have you ever ridden that intensity of, of rain before? Um, Not before that, no. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, like, I wasn't bummed out. Like, I was bummed out I didn't qualify, but I wasn't bummed out about, like, the fact that like there's a rule about that because you know once I saw the race I was like there's no way I I wouldn't be able to compete you know at at that time I wouldn't have been able to compete at that level yeah um so I'm I'm almost glad it worked out the way it did because of how bad it was during the races um but now I've got some more rain experience so it I think I do a little bit better now but you never know uh, that's I, good yeah i got to ride at jennings uh not too long ago in the rain and nice. i like you know the first couple laps i was freaking out uh just just nervous but but then i figured it out and i started going faster every lap and got comfortable and started having fun in the rain so i'm uh i won't be as nervous next time it rains that's awesome and in the feedback those rain tires are immaculate like you you feel everything yeah. yeah yeah i uh i smoked the rear tire i just totally tore it up because it started drying the next morning um but it was still wet so i still went on the reins and you know i totally shredded the left side but i was thinking you know 
I should probably go out and see what that feels like. Um, so I went out and rode with a shredded rear rain tire and, you know, just got to learn what that felt like because you never finish a race on new tires. That's right. Um, so yeah, I feel a lot better about rain riding now. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, actually, I was going to ask you uh, a question like that. Like, do you go out on old used tires just to see the, get get to feel like I'm going out so, you know, 15 laps on this thing and I'm a, try to run as consistent lap times as I can. Yep. So Richard and I, uh, Richard has preached to me that, you know, you don't, you don't finish a race on new tires. Uh, and I, I think it's the best way to learn is by using all of your tire. You know, uh, I try to get them down to, there's not a single wear marker left. Um, I, I think that's the best way to really learn it is if you can do the same times with, really bad tires uh and i went and did uh i think it was like nelson ledges when i did the club race there i did nine races and got like six podiums on one set of tires um and then like you know when i went to barber for the gnf i think i've only put like one new set of tires on uh and i went faster than i did at my moto america run so nice. i think that that's really uh excelled my learning just because of how wiggly everything gets and it's yeah. it's all out of shape and you gotta you gotta manage the tires um yeah so i'm a big advocate for not always putting new tires on yeah dude it, it, it you actually learn a lot more you learn really how to control uh, and it's fun i think it's, it's fun. a lot yeah, of fun it is right yeah you're like oh shit yeah it's great stuck yep. you know yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah let's go yeah it's awesome man so uh the end of 2023 um what you been up to i, I know here recently today uh you got with my man nolan lampkin what is yep. up bro yep. and uh you was out there where was you at riding and and who was all out there and what'd you guys do yeah so uh we're in dublin georgia uh we drove down yesterday we're at the heron compound um we're ripping some ovals aj gustafson from uh apex and swg he's got a few of them he lets us ride him uh, with his son Stanley, and there are a few other people out here. Uh, so I think this is the second time. Yeah, this is the second time I've been back down here. Um, I love riding. the The ovals are really good to. I think they're good to learn on. It's, it's essentially a big bike, just a little. Yeah. Um, and the last time I had ridden them before, this uh, these last two weekends was right after I broke my collarbone at uh, Barber during the small bore. So I didn't have fun. Uh, yeah. I was just really nervous about hurting my collarbone again. Um, yeah. And they're so twitchy, little, crazy little, like, 190. Stiff machines. little chassis, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But now, you know, I'm, I'm understanding more and more how beneficial it can be for my riding. Um, and it's just awesome being able to come down here and rip when it's, you know, 10 degrees at home and, and there's, like, a foot of snow on the ground. Um, so, yeah, me and Nolan came down here. He's out to dinner right now. Um, nice. and then we're going to get to ride tomorrow again. Nice. So, yeah. The Heron compound's awesome. Um, it's really nice of them to have that for, uh, you know, other riders to come out and rip. Yeah, it's good. So did they have like their own little like hotel there? I mean, not hotel, but little state places you stay at or, uh, like, are I'm you like, actually at a hotel? Yeah, I'm at a hotel. Okay. Like okay, it's like gotcha. 10 minutes away. Uh, you can, you can probably camp there. I didn't yeah. ask. Yeah. Um, but Miss Heron's awesome. She manages the place. Um, they've got shower. They've got a shower. I don't know if they have multiple, but I know they have one. Um, and they got a bathroom. Um, but it's yeah, really nice. Story, it's it's yeah. an awesome place, and the track's a blast. 
I heard it was. Yeah, I heard it was. One day I, I would like to make my way down there and, and check it out myself. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. So other than that, where you been riding at? What, what you been yeah. doing? How you been preparing for the 2024 season? Yep. Uh, so I was at Jennings not too long ago. Um, did some got some rain riding in there, like I said, and then I actually got to rip in the dry. Um, that was fun. I'd been there before my 1000, but it was like right. It was right after Daytona, um, and I was getting ready for the season. I'd gone down there, and I think I crashed. Like I was trying some new tires, and just wasn't the best weekend. So I was glad to go back down there on the 600 and just rip. Um, it was phenomenal. Uh, got got to ride with some new people. Um, I did some mini moto, indoor mini moto with Great Lakes Super I see Moto. That. Yeah, oh, man, that was bro. So that looks fun. so much fun, dude. I want to do that so bad. It was a blast. It was so. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I was just going to ask you, do, do you rent those bikes or, or is those personal bikes like little CR50s? Yeah, so, so they that? offer rentals. Uh, I rented a bike and then one of my friends, Jacob, uh, he's also, you know, he's, I don't know what his involvement is with Great Lakes Supermoto, but he's part of Great Lakes Supermoto. Uh, he let me ride his 50 and, you know, I had the the white wall tires on it. It I was see, a little bit better. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that was it, it was so much fun. And then I think it's a great learning tool, especially, you know, up in Michigan, you can't ride outside. Um, so just, just feeling the, the front end on the 50, you know, cause it, it's a, it's a go-kart track indoor. So it's like that. I, I don't know what it's called, but it's not like a road racing track. No, it's not. Um, but it's a total blast. Uh, and I think it's good for training. Like it, it, I was out of breath, you know, it, I was, it was like a workout. Um, so I, if you're up in that area, check out Great Lake Supermoto for sure. Yeah, dude, I always um, wanted to ride at one of those car tracks. God, dude, they look so much fun. I was like, now that I would love to get into. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, right now there's, there's not really much, uh, going on other than that. Just waiting for track days, uh, do some coaching with sport bike track time, uh, get some track days in with them. They're awesome. Yeah, they are. And then, uh, probably do like the, I, I'd like to do a couple of the club rounds, the first few, just get some seat time before the season really kicks off. Um, but really, I've just been working out a lot, training, um, and then riding every opportunity I get, I, I take to ride. Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. So has your has your training regimen changed uh, since you've been with Apex? Uh, tra- like physical training, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, like privateer racing versus Moto America racing. You, you're training – Different. Like oh on the bike or both like in the gym both uh, yeah like I, I guess the structure of my riding when I'm not racing is different uh you know I I was lacking a lot of things that I know uh I'm still working on you know becoming uh, turning them into habits uh like track maps and, and studying my track maps and notes and, and taking notes of you know what's going on and how I'm feeling and all that I sometimes I still don't but uh I'm working on it. Um, so a lot of that, like the, I guess, background stuff has changed. Um, but from a physical standpoint, you know, my gym training has always been my gym training. Um, I work with Ethan Chapluck, uh, with Southern Pride Performance. Dude, big shout out to Ethan, man. Yes, dude. Proper yep, guy. He's awesome. Yeah, dude. He is, dude. I'm, I'm actually having him on the podcast. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, does. dude. I can't wait to, to pick his brain. It's, it's, uh. It's awesome. That's why, yeah, you know, he's got a lot of I, I want to have everybody, man. I think it's very important to have 
all aspects of the whole sport and get everybody's story out. But yeah, yeah. Sorry, Kevin, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, you're you. good. Um, but I think uh, I, I've started like a lot of a lot more cardio, uh, core, and then I really train what gets sore. Um, so pretty much that. Just, Do you uh, are you in the ice bath like I am? So I hear you talking about that all the time. I've never tried a real ice bath. Uh, but I was on like a thing where I'd, I'd wake up and take like a three minute cold shower in the morning. And I really <sighs> liked it. Dude. Yeah. Listen, I, I've been there, bro. I like the shot. This is the problem. The issue with me is with the showers. If I jump in there and I just stand in that one position, once I get my breath under control. Yeah, it's good. But dude, you move a, a, a little bit and it's like, it starts all over again. Right. Yeah. I'd rather I, you, you, it's more beneficial because you're only getting a certain part of your body versus yeah. Submerging, you know, up to your sh- uh, over your shoulders, up, up, and you should do it, man. It's, it's, it's. Uh, I want to. Uh, I hate being cold, though. I like. I, I won't really go swimming anywhere. Uh, I just tell people I don't like water. I'm not the biggest fan of water, even though the shower is my favorite part of the day. But the main reason is because when I get out of the water, I'm freezing right cold. after. Yeah. Well, okay. So listen, Kevin. This, this, this is the whole thing. So I do the Wim Hof method, right? I, dude, we'll. I'll send you all the info, but for sure. Uh, when you get in that water and, and you get submerged, right? Of course you're you yeah, can't breathe, yeah. right? But the whole point is is you you want to get your breathing under control. Once you get your breathing under control, it's like you're not cold no more. It's very hard to explain and put into words, right? It's almost like this warmth comes over your body. It's like this euphoria high. Okay. Um, and then you get out, of course, it's you're freaking cold, right? But then you 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 get in like a, a horse stance and you and you oh, 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 <laughs> right no, no bullshit. And what that does is that actually heats up your core first, right? So you heat wow. up your core from your midsection by doing that, it heats up the rest of your body, right? And then like you'll notice um when you get out and, and you get warm again and you get to put on your clothes and take a shower, whatever it is you do. It's almost like you fiend for it. Like your body's like, I can't wait really? for the next ice bath. Yes, dude. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I have a creek right down the street. Uh, Rossi, my son, one of his best friends, um, real good friends with his dad, Dustin. And uh, yeah, it's cold, man. So I, I hit him up and be like, yo, let's go jump in this creek. And, you know, creeks are cold because it's continuing flowing water. So it yep. might be. 40 degrees outside which that's chilly right out yeah, there in cold. some trunks i mean let's just be honest and you're gonna go jump in a creek with running water for two minutes yeah it's it's uh dude there's nothing like it i i dude you, sh- you should really start getting into it man for real it's good yeah. to do heat and cold okay. so do the cold and then do the heat and then yeah yeah it, it's good for your body man it really is sweet yeah i'll get uh i'll get like a horse trough or something just stick it outside so you see it on Facebook all the time. There's inflatable ones. So I almost bought one, but I've just been using the creek. But yes, you're right. We, Tractor Supply, they have a, I think it's a Rubbermaid brand. No bullshit, dude. Oh, okay. and yeah, it's a 150 gallon or 175 gallon uh, horse trough. Uh, I don't know if they call it a horse trough. They might, but uh and I, it's uh, it's threaded for the for the water valve oh, to, to yeah. drain it, the drain valve, and it's like 175 bucks, right? So wow. if you buy the blow up one, yeah, they're like 125 dollars, 
but dude, it could pop. This rubber band yeah. one, like it's thick. It's super legit, right? Um, yep. That's what I'm going to do uh, when I pull the trigger and actually buy one. Well, with something right. like that, you got to actually have a spot where that's permanently going to be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So not, um, not mobile. Not mobile, but you can also get like a 55 gallon trash can and fill it up and jump. Yeah. In that I was going to say, I'm too. pretty small. So I probably fit in like. Yeah, yeah. Just get you a stepping stool and get up in there. You just squat down up to your shoulders. You know the the whole thing about with you you, you see everybody with dude ice everywhere, right? Uh, dude, listen. Once the water's whatever temperature it is, forty degrees, thirty five degrees, the ice uh, the ice is more for a show, right? It's, mm -hmm. uh, okay, yes, it's to cool the water down, right? But. Once the water gets cooled down and there's ice in there, they always put fresh ice on it. So when you see them on commercials and all that, it's like it's, mm. yeah, yeah, it's it's, yeah. Uh, but it's good, man. It's I can't express it enough. Everybody should take ice baths. It's 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 crazy. Listen, bro, it's crazy as shit sounding, right? Like jumping in yeah. that tub of ice, you're like hell no, right? But the showers, like they make me like just your body warming itself back up, like just getting the worst part of the out of worst part of the day out of the way was like my thing because i oh, hate being cold so listen it i'll tell you like this uh you work out and you wake up the next day and you're just like majorly sore like oh my god i can barely like i can't even barely stretch but when mm -hmm. i do it kind of feels good right you take an ice bath and it'll you'll be surprised how much it really right. helps out your sore muscles you'll be like this is where it's at for sure. Uh, yeah, man. So listen, 2024, I'm excited, dude. Uh, I, I know uh, you will be with Apex again next year, which is, dude, um, again, dude, Kevin, Thank I'm you. so proud of you, man. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, meeting you for the first time, seeing your first Facebook video, you know, to, dude, 2024 is going to be big, bro. I can't Thank wait. You. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it's I'm super excited, um, and it's a total honor to, to be able to work with such great people. Um, you know, such as Richard and AJ and everybody involved with Apex and SWG, they're they're the best. I'm, I'm just super excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm happy for you, man. So yeah, man, let's uh, so 2024 with the same team. Uh, I don't want to go too much into it. We we'll talk about that uh, after the season starts, right? Um, which is gonna be. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait to see you again, man. I can't wait to meet yeah. everybody again. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be cool, dude. Yes, you see this smile, man. It's good. Yes, yes, yes. Uh. I want to get away from all the leathers and stuff because the first time I had you on the podcast, I, I I never asked you these questions, right? This is something that I've been doing here uh uh recently. And dude, Ty Bigford, dude, what is up, my man? What up, Ty? He says, Oh hell yeah, Mr. Horny, dude. Ty's awesome. Uh actually yeah. had a conversation with him not too long ago. He's uh yeah, big things are coming, you guys. But uh um, listen, dude, uh let's get away from all the motorcycles and stuff. Uh all right. What's your favorite movie, Kevin? Favorite movie. It's either going to have to be Pulp Fiction or Step Brothers. Dude, I love both of those movies, right? Pulp Fiction, what a classic. I mean, it's... Quentin Tarantino, he's a great director. It's, yeah, it's one of those movies that will always be a classic. And <sighs> Step Brothers, dude. Who don't love yeah. Step Brothers, right? That It's, yeah, it's... <laughs> What a movie, man! It's it's good stuff. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. What Star Wars character would you be? What Star Wars character would I be? I've never been asked that. Uh, probably like Han Solo. Han Solo. Okay. Yeah. No, that's good. I I like Han Solo. He's he's, he's good. 
did he shoot first? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. In the yeah. movie, yeah, I think he knew he was going to do it anyway. Right, I would have smoked him too. Right, Shh, done. It, it, it's over with, dude. Yeah, dude. So, um, what Netflix series is Kevin Horny watching right now? Netflix series. Uh, I don't. I, you know, lately I haven't been watching too much. Uh, I did watch The Reacher, uh, like Jack Reacher or whatever, recently. That was a really good show. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I haven't really watched that much lately um dude do you have apple tv i have like the i have like the apple tv like box thing yeah so you got uh, apple tv yeah i know i don't know if i can i don't know may i think yeah <laughs> if you got the apple boxes with your tv yeah you got it yeah, right so right, yeah I've got dude apple listen TV. dude ted lasso you gotta ted watch lasso? ted dude ted okay. lasso is fucking awesome bro it's it's they bring a football coach over to the UK to take to to coach a soccer team. He don't know oh. shit about soccer, and dude, it's just great, dude. It's, it's yeah, that's it's gotta really be interesting. Good. It is. It's, it's really good, man. Good stuff. Uh, favorite music, Kevin? Like, uh, of course, uh, favorite music. But if you pulled up your phone, what song? If you hit play, would be playing right now. Probably like something by Zeppelin. I love Zeppelin, man. I love all genres of music, and I, I, I'm sure you do too, right? So, do do you do like uh, do you listen to any music? Uh, how do you prepare yourself to get ready to to, to race? Do you have any like uh, like my man Nolan Lampkin? Do big shout out, turn me on to Inside Out Socks, everybody. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you we guys about that, <laughs> bro, dude. Have you done it yet, Kevin? No, no, because oh, I don't feel the seams. So I think if I feel the seams, I will. Bro, you should just try it anyway. Just, just okay. try it one time, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So, do, do you have anything like like he does? Uh, not like, not really anything like that per se. Um, but I'll usually just listen to some music while I'm getting ready, um, and just try not to think. Um, I just try and start shutting everything off and just know, you know, what I've got to do. I just got to go out there and ride. I know how to ride. Um, go out there and do the best I can. Uh, I don't, I'm not the most talkative, but I do like getting in my gear really early. Yeah. Uh, that's what I guess that's kind of weird. Like I'll be in my gear like probably half an hour, 45 minutes early, like just because it's it's like a second pair of skin, you know, I, it it's is. so comfortable. It, it calms me down when I get geared up. I'll put my helmet on really early just because I can tune everything out with my earplugs and put the visor down and shut my eyes and just chill. Like, yeah, that's that's my thing. Yeah, that's dude, that's awesome. And big shout out to Bison, man, right? Uh, yeah, dude, I tell everybody Robert Lackey and Tasha at Bison, yep. awesome. Uh, yep, back with them for 24. I know, I dude, I'm so happy there, dude. They what, what they're doing for the sport, um, as far as being there at the track at every round, giving trackside assistance if you have a, a rip, a stitch that needs to be taken care of, dude. It's it's nobody else is doing that. And to me, that's what yeah. the sport needs, and it's. Dude, they are just the best people in the world to deal with, work with. I finally got to meet them both in person at Jersey. They actually invited us. We actually sat down and ate dinner with dude with Levi Batty and his dad. Nice. Dude, bro, I'm telling you, dude, what an honor, dude. It's it's uh I get lost for words. <laughs> Every time I say it, I, I do it all the time, dude, because I really don't know what to say because I get so emotional when I think about it. It's, 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 uh, dude, it, it's, it's the best thing ever. It, it, 
yeah, it, it yeah. really is. But Bison, dude, if anybody's in the market, I'm telling you right now, reach out to Bison. If you can't reach out to him, let me know. I will call him, Robert, myself, and get you hooked up, and you'll be yep. uh, taken care of by uh, some of the best people that have uh, graced this planet. For sure, 110%. I'm sure there's not a soul out there that's ever met Robert and Tasha and, and had any harsh feelings or anything. They're just, uh, yeah, proper people, man. Yeah, for sure, too. Congratulations, dude. Back with Bison. I love it. So uh, what's the – are you going to change the, the leathers up any this year, like yes. colorways or – Yeah, I think I think I am going to. Uh, I haven't started the designing process yet. I'm kind of waiting to – decide what i want to do with it uh probably go with the retro look again i love retro stuff i do um, too and i i gotta make it stand out facts right yeah absolutely you do and you know but the color of that bike anyway stands out yeah oh yeah, yeah. it's such a it's it's a beautiful machine the color is yeah proper awesome man it's it's good so uh books kevin do, do you listen to any audio books I, I i like uh man i used to be read a lot Mm -hmm. but I find out that, dude, when I do read, man, I just want to go to sleep, right? Oh, no. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just makes you sleepy, so I, I'm big into audiobooks. Um, my okay. last one I just read, I read, I listened to, right, is uh, the Matthew McConaughey Greenlight. Dude, what a book. It's a great fucking book. And then the one before that was uh, Daniel Shoemake. Big shout-out to him. Turn me on to both of them is uh, Adrian Bourdain, uh, one of his – stories about how he got into cooking and dude it's it'll yeah it, oh and randy lanier bro i say this kevin dude randy lanier check this out he was a uh indy car race car driver that was smuggling drugs out of mexico to pay for his race racing career bro wow. and it goes dude it twists it turns it's bro it's crazy that's gotta be a story dude it's a good book it really is like I, it's that type of book just like the matthew mcconaughey i'm like okay i'm gonna listen to one more just just another page. Yeah, right? one more another, page. <laughs> five more minutes, dude. The next right. 35, 40 minutes back into it. It's it's one of those books that really good. But uh do you have oh uh David Goggins? I like David. I so I listen to a lot of David Goggins like videos and stuff. Dude, you gotta get his book on audiobook, bro. He's okay. got two of them out. Start with the first one. It is it's one of the best books you ever hear. Motivational. Uh yeah, you, to any doubt you doubt yourself. Listen to this book for sure. 100%, 100%. So you're not listening to any books right now? Not currently, no. The last book I listened to was Leathered by John Hopkins. Uh, Dude, what a book, a bro. Book. Dude, I'm listen, I'm a huge fan of John Hopper. The Hopper, right? Hopkins, yep. dude. I, I've met Hopper, Hopper several times. I actually got oh, a big lucky. Uh, Suzuki, uh, John Hopkins on the Rizzler Suzuki right here. Uh to my left uh i got a uh, several pictures with them um i actually met them last year at coda uh and i i told him when i seen him i got a picture with him that was back so it was the previous year sorry wow. 21 back when you still had to wear a fucking mask right yeah uh, i met him and i was like bro your book was fucking proper dude and he was like bro thanks so much right to the picture. bro he is so awesome what a book man what i loved about I listen to dude, you name it, dude. Any any road racer out there that's got an audio book, I got it. And I've listened to it. Michael Dunlop, John McGinnis. I mean, you name it, right? Guy Martin. Um 
John don't bullshit in his book. This is what I love about John Hopkins in his book. I mean, he tells real dear. I was a drug addict. I was a fucking alcoholic. I was a yeah. weed head. I was smoking joints and riding a Moto GP bike. Right? Yeah, I mean, he, he laid it all, bro, dude. That's what made his book so amazing. Is he didn't hold back. He gave the proper true story. I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Like I'm hiding bottles of alcohol in my closet from my wife. I'm sitting out there getting drunk before I come in the house, dude proper book dude opens up your eyes dude and a lot of people don't realize man and is dude racing's so stressful um it's hard to get back into your zen especially after a tough weekend right and you always have these doubts and and i'm not good enough and what if and what that it's such a mental game man i think it's very important for any racer, whether you're young or, or you're e- even a professional, you've been in it to have somebody, whether it's a good mate, uh, a rider mindset coach like Ethan, always in your corner, giving you yeah. nothing but positive vibes, positive energy, right? Saying, you know, it, listen, you, this section, you keep talking negative, negative, negative about this, right? Let's focus on where you're good at instead of where you're not good at, right? And let that just focus so it puts your brain in a more – calm state to where you can focus yeah. on being the best you can be out there on the track because let's be honest it's it, it's a it's a very dangerous sport uh that we love so much mm-hmm. um so you got to be in the right headspace you got to have the right yep. people around you and it's super beneficial you know sure. it, it, absolutely it is proper yeah. man yeah dude so we got to get kevin on some books y'all do you, does anybody out there have any other recommendations um yes i my way yeah, dude, send him my way. Dude, Kevin, uh, what would your spirit animal be? What would my spirit animal be? I don't know. Like, I think maybe the like eagle. The eagle? Yeah, they're pretty okay. They're pretty badass. They're badass, right? Yeah, that's uh, – do, do, do you like uh, – what's your favorite food, Kevin? Oh, that's a tough one. I know. I love food, too. When people I, ask me that, this is what I always say. Thai food, Indian food, Mediterranean food, Italian food. Any of yeah. those I'm good with, right? Seafood, I'm good. Yep. Yeah, I actually, if I just had some crab, um, it would either be tacos or my mom's Sloppy Joe's. Look, bro, you know how long it's been since I had Sloppy Joe's? Dude, we got to get, is your mom going to be at, at Road Atlanta? Uh, we need to get her to make some sloppy joes, man. Come on, let's go. She makes it it for the team. I bet, dude. I bet. Yeah, I got to get in on on that action for sure. 100%. Thank you. Thank you, dude. uh, Listen, have have you have you checked into uh, I I know you heard about Chef Eats, right? Yep, my man Jeff Servant, dude. Have you ever thought about doing something like that? Yeah, I uh, I think there might be. I think I might have reached out to him in regards to the sponsorship stuff. Uh, I think I might have an email from him that I haven't opened. So nice. I you should, man. Jeff, dude, obviously, you know, I, I had him. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Him and special guest Max fan, dude, Jeff's yep. proper dude. He, I've dude, heard he makes some good eats. Listen, listen, uh, I'm going to tell everybody I should, I feel bad now. I should have, I should have done the unboxing and made a video of it and, and put it out on my page. I apologize, Jeff. I did take a picture while I was at work because I, I brought one to work. And he, dude, he is such a mega guy. He sent me uh, six meals, one breakfast, nice. uh, and, and the rest of them were dinner. I actually picked them out. Um, 
they are truly amazing. They, they really are. It's really good food. All right. Um, yeah. So I recommend anybody out there that, that wants a good, healthy meal, uh, whether you're at home or you're at the track or you're playing soccer or wherever you have a microwave yeah. available, right? Or an oven. Yeah, dude, some of the best food on the planet. Jeff serving chef eats big shout out. Dude, you guys go check them out. If you, if, if you guys haven't, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's awesome. Do you, do you like spicy food, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. I like spicy food. How spicy do you like your spicy food? Uh, like, are you the last dab spicy food? Last dab. What do you mean by that? Like I need more. No, the um the 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 hot ones on on YouTube, you know where the oh, ball guys yeah, interviews, yeah, 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 yeah then the yeah. very last bo- are you the last dab guy? Uh I don't know. Like I guess I don't know. Like I've eaten like a ghost pepper chip before and it was pretty hot, uh for sure. But like I like salsa and hot stuff. Like I put hot sauce in my eggs and stuff, me you too. know. Yeah, me too. But probably not like not like super hot. Well, I, I tell you what, I'm um We'll have to wait till after the weekend, Sunday after the round, and okay. <laughs> me and you will we'll, we'll do a last dab together for sure. Okay. It's good. It's hot. It's like three something million Scoville, um, but it's got really good flavor, man. It's it's it's, it's good stuff, bro. It, it really for sure, is. bro. Uh, if if I made a movie about Kevin Horney, right, and uh, who would the actor be to play you in your own movie? Uh, honestly, I'd probably pick Harrison Ford. He's my favorite actor of all time. <laughs> I love it, dude. Harrison, I, dude, I love Keanu Reeves. He's my favorite of all time. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Keanu dude, Keanu, dude, he's Keanu, a real Reeves. badass. Dude, he is a real badass, right, dude? Johnny Utah, dude, The Matrix, John Wick. I mean, come on, man, the, the list goes on and on and on. But Keanu's, yeah, proper dude. He's, he's super amazing, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. Listen, Kevin, dude. This is this has been a lot of fun, bro. Yeah, dude. Always it's, a blast, dude. It's always a pleasure. I want to definitely do a, a you know, obviously we're going to work together. Um, I, I can't wait to see what twenty twenty four brings for you. Um, I know you're going to have nothing but but success uh, in twenty twenty four. Yeah, for real. Uh, I hope that, uh, and I tell you this all the time, that you achieve the highest goal you ever wanted to achieve in this sport, right? Um, but what is after racing, Kevin? Like, like what? Yeah. What's after racing? Um, uh, it don't last forever. So do you yeah. have a job lined up? I mean, what, what are you going to do after? Would you I like think, to be back in the sport? Yeah. I think that, um, you know, I, I want to race for as long as I possibly can and, and develop my riding for as long as I can physically ride. I want to be learning all, at all times. Um, but I think like, in the future, you know, obviously racing is not forever, as you said. Um, I think what I would really like to do, and I've been thinking about it uh, more and more lately, is I, I would like to figure out some way to create more opportunities to get more kids or people into racing. Like, I, I think that it's lacking uh, in the United States, the, the ease of access and the cost um, and just the knowledge around it. Like, I still think back to how I didn't even know I could go to track days, you know, just like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I, I think that's a big problem in America. Um, and yeah, like if, if I could just, you know, have a team or something or, or do something in the future just to give back to the community and get more people involved in the sport is, is what I'd really like to do. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, man. So 
Uh, the best one that we have in America is SFL Mini GP. My man Michael Carrera runs it. Uh, that's where Avery, the lap slayer, 400 Junior Cup champ come from, right? Uh, Isaac Woodworth. There's a lot of them in Junior Cup come out of SFL okay. Mini. Um, dude, his program is proper. So basically, you sign up, you register, you go down there. Dude, you don't have to have a bike. You don't have to have a helmet. You don't have to have boots. You don't have to have leathers, uh-huh. gloves. He provides everything. Uh, from beginning to 70 years old, you want to go out there and ever dream to dragging your knee or, or, or want to hone your skill or learn. Listen, I'm telling you, there's nowhere better than SFL mini GP out here in, in America. They're, they're, they're in Florida. Um, anybody that's listening to this or that's going to listen to it in, in the future. Uh, if you ever inter- interested, you can't get in touch with them Dude, get in touch with me. I'll put you directly access to Rick Glover or Michael Carrera. And yeah, Get you on there. His boy Juju, my man Julian Carrera, races in the British Talent Cup. Wow, that's yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, I haven't, I haven't had an experience with SFL Mini GP. I've heard a lot about it. But Listen, I'm gonna hook you up, Kevin. I'm telling uh-huh. you right now, bro. You will have a blast down there with them. It, right, it, I, they're they're they are proper. My personal opinion, uh, the route I took was Sport Bike Track Time. Uh, they're the to me they've been absolutely amazing everyone involved has been you know they're they're the best ever they taught me so much uh especially owen he's the best um stt sport by track time if if you're up by me i i coach with them um that's that's how i got into racing well yeah but but they showed me how to ride on the track and then got the race license yeah sfl minis like they're not geared towards like the I guess more up up and coming kids, right? You, you got okay. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, right? And it they put them on the bike and they they show them the proper way to ride, teach them and have yeah. races and do this. Oh, it's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's probably and somebody like me, like Jules, dude. Jules went out there, right? I, I know you heard the story about Jules going out there, uh, breaking all the clutches and flipping flipping the motorcycle. <laughs> he flipped the CRF uh, one hundred, I think it was. Oh um, man. Yeah, but I mean, they taught Jules. I mean, he finally got to drag his knee, right? Which is that's sweet, dude. It's amazing, man. Yeah, but they're, they're really good people. So if you ever find yourself going to Florida, bro, and you want to ride, dude, I'm telling you, I will put you directly in touch with them, and you'll, yeah, they're they're for sure the best people in the world, man. They are. So Thank Kevin, you. horny celebrity crush. Who's Kevin's celebrity crush? I don't know. I mean, I have to. I don't know. I, Maybe can I pick a racer? Uh, absolutely, you I'm can pick. Kidding. I was just kidding. Yeah, no, no, um, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Who's the racer? Who's the celebrity crush racer? Come on now. And who are you looking at? Who's over there, Kevin? Is somebody standing there? I'd have to I, say Nolan Lamkin. Dude, Nolan, my man, what is up? Oh. Nolan is in the house. What's going on, bud? <laughs> um, celebrity crush. I don't know. Might get in trouble for this one, but Jennifer Aniston. Dude, I, you're not the only one to say that. You'd be surprised how many people say Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. For her age, she's one sexy woman, right? Absolutely, dude. Hey, yeah, absolutely. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, Kevin, man, listen. What an honor it is to have you on again. We're definitely going to do this again for a part three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, blah, 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 for blah. For sure. Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, 2024. Um, yeah. Why don't you give a big shout out to your team, all your sponsors, and how people can follow you, like and subscribe, and all that good stuff? 
Yeah, uh, so my social media is either Kevin Horny uh, with the EY or Horny Racing. Um, and then, you know, I'm Apex Manufacturing, uh, SWG, um, Bison, obviously. Um, everyone with uh, Sport Bike Track Time, obviously, they're a great coaching staff. Uh, so I, I love them. I shout them out as much as I can. Uh, they'll help you get on the track. Um, obviously, my family. Um, and then everyone... With Olson's custom detailing, oh, I haven't, I haven't thought of this one yet. Um, I'd say those are the main important ones right now. Yep, got yeah. some, got some potentials for twenty twenty four, but can't name them. So yeah, proper man, Kayla. And and how can people find you and follow you on social media? Yeah, uh, so I think everything other than like, I think it's all just Kevin Horny or Horny Racing. Um, I have a Facebook page and then I have like a personal page. Uh, my TikTok's Horny Racing, YouTube's Horny Racing, um, Instagram's Kevin Horny. Simple as that, y'all. You you heard it right. So uh, instead of listening to the end of this podcast, you guys leave right now and go to Instagram and Facebook and all that and follow Mr. Kevin Horny, man. Yeah, future champion, right? Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. Thanks. But but listen, you guys. What an honor it is to, to sit down and have this conversation with a really good friend of mine, Kevin. And what an honor it is to, to call you that, man. And looking forward to the future and uh, what it holds for you in 2024. Super excited to see you and meet Nolan and, and everybody else again uh, this year. It's, it's going to be awesome. Can't wait. And, uh, yeah, this episode, like I always say, will be out on Spotify, all your major listening platforms, Podbean, everywhere but Apple right now. I'm still waiting on somebody to help me figure out this whole Apple yeah. thing so I get all my podcasts on there. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. I appreciate it, man. All the love and support I've been getting. It's, it's, it's been overwhelming it, emotionally. It really has. Thank you guys so much. My man, uh, Martin from the clothing King that makes all pin to gas merch, uh, here before too long, you'll be able to go to the website. We have our own website page where you can buy all pin to gas merch. You can buy hats, beanies, jackets, t-shirts, whatever you want. They'll ship them directly to you. And big shout out to my man, Jake and Peter Marsh out there in BSB. Uh, dude, you guys are, are super amazing. My man, Kevin Horney right here. You got, you are just bro. So mega. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Thank you for this opportunity for having me on again. Listen, it's, the honor's all mine, bro. And this is not going to be the, you already know it's, we got plenty, plenty more to come. Uh, yeah. So listen, you guys go to the Moto America event. Go out there and say hi to Nolan Lampkin. Go out there and say hi to my man, uh, Kevin Horney. Yeah, yeah. I, and listen, if they have any merch, dude, buy it. Help support these guys, okay? Show them nothing but love and appreciation. And I thank every one of you guys. Until next time, as my man Cool Jules always says, I am the host, Chris's whole effing show, Simcoe. My man, Kevin Horney, uh, you guys have a proper weekend. And, yeah, I'll see you. I have another podcast tomorrow. Victoria Great. Manley. Yes, I'm nice. excited about that. Yes, yes. So you guys stay tuned. One o'clock tomorrow, and I'll see you then. Sweet, see you guys. nice talking to you. Absolutely, bro. Hang on one second. All right.